With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why don't you join up with my group and we can help each other out? You helped him out by giving him a hand. Just to clarify, you, you do mean... Yes. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Red X, your source for the freshest daily cringe content anywhere on the internet. Promise, swearsies, it's just a fact, and it's totally science. Go ahead and look it up. <laughs> Today we're jumping into the r slash tales of neckbeards. This was also posted to my personal subreddit, r slash reads. So if you're looking for it, you might find it here, you might find it there, but wherever you're looking, I'm sure the story is delicious. Because it is a duplicate of itself. I checked it out. I did the comparisons. They look basically the exact same. So I didn't get any like special secrety parts or whatever. But that's cool. You know, <laughs> this is from user Electrical Fennec. You might see him as Raiga in the Discord. And of course, right when I sit down to record, the dogs outside start going ape. So uh, let me get some plugs and disclaimers out of the way. Go calm those dogs down. <laughs> And then we will dive right into some serpent beard, neckbeard cringe. Parody theme song, Red X Reads. My god, one month ago? <laughs> Took me a lot of time to find the nerves for this one. I thought this might amuse our resident reader. My buddy Zuka got quite the pleased reaction from Red X with his song parodies centered around the creature that is Burger Beard. So I figured, why not try my hand at something similar, except themed around the many hilarious sagas that we have been blessed with. I hope you're entertained, Red X. We're going with the beat to the Cells at Work theme song, Mission Health Comes First, and see if you can identify all of the stories. Well, I know I can, but <laughs> hopefully the comments can as well. All right, you ready? Here we go. One, two, three, four. We are Red X Reads. One, two, three, four. Reddit readings for you. Woo! Each day I'm here on Reddit browsing, browsing all through the subreddit, each niche and genre filled. But there's so much to choose from. I'm lost, I'm lost, but it's what I do. I'm the greatest Reddit reader, so here we go. Let's dive into cringe, perfect stuff to binge, promise swearsies it's a fact so go look it up, yup. Each day I'm out here hunting, hunting, Duster, Bradford, Evelyn, watch your ugly backs. With Adelaide to help those suffer, suffer, neckbeard filtering is what a crazy man like me is for. Hit the door, 
Let us set the trap. Watch their psyche snap. When my sister says to stay out, listen to her. Well, every day I'm out there typing, typing, recounting all the horrors of the one named Burger Beard. Fudge rolls and tabletop rolls bending, bending. The wrath of Rambo isn't near enough to make him go. Not the toe. <laughs> Let's remove the beard. He's worse than we feared. Why the hell did we agree to drunken triage? Well, after school, I'm psyched for fencing, fencing, but this blubbery maladier will not leave me alone. He smells of weak old ravioli, oli, claims he likes a camp, fills his water skin with tea and coke. I hope he chokes. Get me out of here, he's leaving greasy smears. Who in their right mind ass slaps when you're lifting weights? Up in the mountains, I'm tending, tending, cleaning up the cabins where the slight and loser leers. Finding out I had a boyfriend, danger, danger, tried to start a fight, got his tubby PJ clad ass beat. Boyfriend sweet. I am not like you, not a liking to. Holy moly, four burritos wasn't enough. <laughs> Here for your entertainment, gardening, gardening, the missus of the channel, making wholesome content fun. Plant flowers, veggies, and I tend them, tend them. Though my content's not the same, I love to make it for you all. Having a ball. Let's get in the dirt, till and seed the earth. Working with the hubby is an utter delight. Millions of stories told, and these are just a few. But we plan to delve on in and find some more. Though we don't know who you are, all of us are working hard, making all the freshest content you come to us for every day, laying down our sanity, laughing at their vanity, protecting you from sadness because mental health comes first. Are you reading? Yes, I'm reading. Sure you're reading? Of course I'm reading. Reading, reading for, for you! you. Well, hot damn, it might be a bit of a hot mess, but um, <laughs> I really did have a lot of fun learning it and singing it. So I definitely appreciate that. Raiga, Fennec, my boy, my beautiful OP. Thank you so much. And uh, with that out of the way, I suppose let's jump into the main story. The Saga of Serpent Beard. Part number one of PSU, Pineapple, and Pinors. <laughs> Pinors. I haven't heard that in a long time. That's good stuff. Also, not safe for work ahead. Names have been changed. Events or locations have not. So, here we are. I didn't really think that I had any neckbeard stories, but I had forgotten about certain individuals in my life. And only recently did I really begin to think about one such individual. I wish that I could say that he was a footnote in my life, but the simple truth is that without the individual in question, I would probably still be spinning my wheels without very many friends. So, in some sick way, I still have to be grateful to the man that I'm about to describe to you in this short series that we will call The Saga of Serpent Beard. Or how I wasted my early 20s with a shit friend. <laughs> But was he a neckbeard, though? I guess we'll find out. Bear in mind, this story is very much not safe for work, which we love. <laughs> there are certain things that will be described within that I wish hadn't happened, but I have to come clean about every part of this story to get to the meat of the matter, the neckbeard that I put up with. I take little pleasure in recounting this tale, but perhaps if I can put it out there and try to laugh at it, I can move along. 
Anyways, with that said, meet the cast. Fennec, protagonist Narratio. That's me, R.O.P. At the time of the story in question, a lonely, deeply introverted man who had maybe one real friend, and that was online, got a hold of an Xbox 360 and a copy of Fantasy Star Universe, here we go, <laughs> and met with this first group of online friends as a result, leading to the incidents with the titular Serpent Beard. This period in time made me realize what I had almost become before meeting him. Hindsight, huh? <laughs> Thank God for that, man. Neverly missed the neckbeard exit on the highway of life, as I think most of us did, and that's why we all have such such a fascination. We've also got Serpent Beard, of course, Neckbeardicus Forktungicus, without question the biggest, fattest bastard I ever met in my goddamn life. <laughs> so nicknamed for his love of Nagas and his avatar. Disgusting in so many senses of the word, particularly his habits, his odor, and his attitude towards his family. Also, extremely sexually deviant. After the first sentence, I was like, you know, being fat does not a beard make, but then you got to the rest of the stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I get it. We've got Claude, Cucumberus Coolicus, a good guy with the most laid-back attitude I've ever personally seen. Whoa! <laughs> I always imagine the dude slumped over the back of the couch, even in rooms where there was no couch. BYOC. <laughs> I never met him in person, unlike Serpentbeard and his unwitting bitch, but I wish that I had. Named for a Star Ocean character. Flaps! Bottomless Bitchicus. <laughs> Serpentbeard's self-proclaimed, um, cock sleeve. Oh, God! Just the name alone. Thanks, I hate it. A nice person, and certainly not as bad a guy as Serpentbeard was, but he made the unfortunate decision to be his boyfriend. Both of them are bi, which will come up in part two. Despite being complicit in part two's happenings, he never came across as particularly mean or hateful, just as the passenger seat rider in the car of douchedom. Yeah, but he never decided to grab the wheel, which, you know, kinda makes him complicit, in a way. I will be watching him extra closely. Choose your stage. This tale took place on the border of two states, Oregon and Washington, in a little town called Dallasport. Dalesport? I think it's Dallas. It has two L's. <laughs> I don't know. Specifically, it was the small patch of land dedicated to a farm surrounded by cherry orchards that my family once owned but has since foolishly sold. Aww. My father's family are idiots for selling our ancestral property, but that is a story for another time. Yeah, people see those dollar signs and everybody loses their minds! <laughs> With the player selected, let us begin this match. Part 1 of PSU, Pineapple, and Pinors. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Let's start at the beginning. I... Fennec was diagnosed early as being on a certain spectrum. You already know where this is going, so we won't dwell on it too long. But because of it, I had a tendency toward low self-esteem, and I had a lot of trouble meeting new people or socializing. I could not help this fact, being about as socially awkward as a chinchilla with anxiety. Oh, but chinchillas are so cute and soft, though. <laughs> and a few times I did open up, 
It was usually about some game or show that I enjoyed and that no one else ever cared about. Oof, been there. I had one long-distance friend who I communicated with through the now-long-dead AOL Instant Messenger. Oh my god! The memories! Said friend is still my pal to this day, but he's sadly not a part of this tale. Oh, he might have offered a brief reprieve, but that's okay. We're brave enough to take the cringe all by ourselves. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One day this pal said that he'd gotten an Xbox 360 and was enjoying playing Dead Rising. Hell yeah! He suggested that I look into it, and with some finagling, I was able to get a hold of one, along with a copy of said zombie game. And a game from a series that I had fond memories of from the Genesis days. Fantasy Star Universe. Aw oh boy, they Fantasy Star Online. That was some groundbreaking shit back in the day. <laughs> I enjoyed the offline story a lot, but then the game told me that there was also network mode to play. Mmm. And this was my first foray into the concept of MMOs. I made the subscription purchase and jumped in, making the cast character that would go on to become my personal namesake for me to this day. For the sake of consistency and also to protect myself, we'll just call him Fennec Foxicus. So what does all this have to do with Serpentbeard? Well, this was the game where I met him and several others. I don't remember what exactly was involved, but I was in one of those free missions, grinding up my cast's level, when someone joined my party. I'd been playing frequently at this point, but usually solo if I could get away with it. Then I heard a voice. Need a little help? Big damn heroes not wave. Big damn heroes, sir! Ain't we just? This guy playing a female beast named Tanya, was already at a much higher level than me, but he still came along to help out. A mission that typically would have taken me upwards of a half hour went by in minutes with his help. To say that I was grateful would be an understatement. Afterwards, I was ready to leave the party, but he stopped me. Hey now, no need to leave, buddy. Why don't you join up with my group and we can help each other out? Oh, you know what that's code for, don't ya? <laughs> now, at the time, I was still wary of others, even those online. Probably especially those online, right? <laughs> you should still always be pretty wary of others. But the idea of working together with other players was enticing, to say the least. It meant further interaction, which I didn't get a lot of at this point in my life, so I joined the group and I became ingrained into it in a short time. In addition to this person who referred to himself as Serpent Beard, we also had three other members that I recall. Claude, who sounded like he was a skateboarding stoner on Valium most of the time. <laughs> Fishy, who came from the greatest of Britons, and was personable if rarely around. And Moist Mist, so called for sounding like Simon Helberg with a head cold. Fishy and Mist were largely unimportant in the grand scheme of things, though. 
This is about Serpent Beard. And apparently Claude. I hope that Claude tries to save you from Serpent Beard at some point and just doesn't end up being a weirdo just like him. Because why are they hanging out together, honestly? I guess to level up. <laughs> Needs must and all. At first, he was normal enough. We played games together. A lot of games. He and I would talk about anime and manga, and in general, we got along fairly well. But something changed around the time that he talked me into joining the furry fandom. Oh boy, how do you talk somebody into joining that? <laughs> it might be like a latent kink that you didn't know you have or something like that. I got quite a few furry friends, and none of them would ever manage to talk me into joining. <laughs> I want to make this clear. Furries are weird. There's no question about this. I mean, I'm one of them, and I still can't wrap my head around some of our lunatic subcultures. But as weird as we are, we're mostly personable and friendly. Well, that's true. That's why I got a few furry friends. I just make sure that we don't touch on more depraved subject matters. <laughs> but Servant Beard was just... A magnet for all the worst aspects of being a furry. At the time, I hadn't fully embraced a fursona yet, but I started talking with more people through Serpent Beard, so it wasn't bad. And then Serpent Beard met his boyfriend, Flaps, and his freak flag flew way higher. <laughs> now, at the time, I was bi curious. I have no issue with admitting to this in the interest of complete transparency. As of writing this, I can safely say that I'm 95.7% straight, but Serpent Beard, on the other hand, was hardcore in the waters of bisexuality, waist deep. He started getting on Xbox camera wearing skimpy clothing. Skimpy women's clothing. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, I guess cross dressing's a fetish too, but man. We're just trying to play a game here, okay? <laughs> not on camera with people that don't consent. That's not cool. Jesus. This 300 plus pound asshole had no business wearing clothing like this. Less a drag queen and more of a drag hobo. <laughs> and not even one that Ramtide would touch. <laughs> and then he got on camera while his boyfriend was visiting. Oh, God. Ugh. I feel sick to my stomach right now. I don't know how Xbox cameras works. Is there a way to like refuse this connection or just block him as long as he decides to keep being a creep? This is so not cool. And Serpent Beard and his boyfriend were in bed together. Naked. <laughs> Team four star Vegeta Shudder dot move. Surely, surely. This was as bad as he would ever get, right? Ah, <sighs> Fennec, you sweet, fuzzy, big-eared summer child. <laughs> it's time for the meat of the story. That wasn't the meat of the story! <laughs> These were just the opening events. God, I'm terrified now. The beginning of what became increasingly stressful interactions with Serpent Beard. Yes, the camera stuff wasn't even really that big compared to the first big nail in the coffin. Oh god, brace yourself, friends. <laughs> this, is, this is gonna get real bad, isn't it? Holy hell. So, Serpent Beard, Claude, Flaps, and myself had amassed quite a few friends from the furry community that we had joined, which shall remain unnamed. 
Hell, we'd even met a couple of girls who were really cool. In the excitement of making these new friends, we made a plan to join up on the East Coast, my first flight, and hit a nerd convention known as PyCon. I had only ever been to KumoriCon in the past, and the idea of going to a convention with people that I knew was exciting, so I immediately bought the ticket to go. We got within a short time until the trip, and then one of the girls canceled, and then one of the other guys, and then the other girl, and our planned party had dropped from 8 to 5. I was adamant about remaining booked for this because I didn't want to believe that it would dwindle any further, and also because the ticket was non-refundable. <laughs> Sometimes it's best to just let that money go, man. You might have avoided a horrible experience if you didn't go. Does anybody really want to stay in a room with freaking serpent beard? <laughs> the Xbox camera sex cam caster? <laughs> I highly doubt that. <sighs> and then I made the mistake that hung over my head for a year. Bro, if Claude and that other person doesn't make it, I will eat my own spunk on camera. <laughs> Why would you say some shit like that? Oh no! I came to regret it two days later. Claude and the remaining friends <laughs> told us that they wouldn't be able to make the trip. I just shrugged and moved on. Or at least I would've. But unbeknownst to me, Serpent Beard had written down what I'd said and taken it as an actual bet. So then, Fennica, get on camera. What? Why? Because a bet's a bet. What bet? You said that if they canceled too, that you would eat your own jizz on camera. <laughs> oh, God, I hate this story. Oh, it's delivering the cringe, though. That's what I need. <laughs> I'm sure I'll feel life returning to my system in a minute or two. Let me just process this. <laughs> God. Uh, I tried to weasel out of it. Who wouldn't? I couldn't believe this douche was taking an offhand comment as seriously as he was. But no matter how I tried to tell him no, he insisted that I had to do it. And then he dropped the ultimatum on me. Do it or you're out of the group. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, oh no, Fennec, why? How could this happen to me? <laughs> I should have let the friendship end there. Yes, you should have. I should have gotten off the call and removed him from my friends list. But I didn't. Oh no. Because for some damn reason, I still valued this Beardo as a friend. And I couldn't stand the idea of losing him or the others as friends. God, this is so difficult to listen to. It reminds me of the Stealthbeard saga a little bit. Just a dude lacking in social aptitude and that is completely taken advantage of by everybody around him. And I hate it. It keeps popping up as a theme and that means it definitely happens. So I am sorry that this happened to you, bro. Some might argue that it's like a personal choice or whatever, but... No, this is manipulation, plain and simple. I talked him into giving me a week. In the meantime, he told me to eat a lot of pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who aren't aware, apparently something about pineapple makes that semen sweeter. Yeah, I think that's just sugar, man. Fructose is good for you. <laughs> 
My family was very confused by the fact that our pantry suddenly had a lot more Del Monte in it. <laughs> but if they knew, they didn't say anything. For a week, I shoveled at least three servings of that stuff into my mouth every single day. My mouth was a river of fire, thanks to the enzymes. Fun science fact, pineapple actually has flesh-eating enzymes called bromine in it, and that's why it burns your mouth when you eat it, and it strips your mouth raw if you eat too much. <laughs> but I carried on. The day came. Oh god, no. I got on my Xbox camera, pulled up some porn, and got on a call with Serpent Beard. This is so weird, dude. Can we go back to playing Fantasy Star? <laughs> I'm gonna stay off every MMO ever after this. Holy hell. And I jacked it, and I bricked, and I ate it. I won't lie. It was humiliating having my feet held to the fire like this, but I got over it. And I can safely say that despite all of my griping about being forced into such a demeaning activity, it was the worst experience of my sexual exploration, and I would never do anything like that ever the fuck again! TIMING! You thought there was gonna be acceptance, but actually it was because I didn't- No, no, actually it wasn't. <laughs> I hated myself at this point for making such a dumb comment. I mean, it's like saying that you're gonna eat your hat. It's the person that held you to the dumb comment that is extremely crazy for letting myself be talked into this. But more than anything, for not realizing that Serpent Beard had, of course, found a way to record it. Oh God, it just gets worse. Now then, was that so hard? He said over the call. Yes. Oh, don't worry. I won't show the footage to anyone. What footage? I, I recorded it. <laughs> Duh. Might want to crank to it later. I wasn't stupid. He didn't record it for that reason. He had blackmail material now. If I messed up, now he had something to hang over my head. Ugh, it is stealth beard adjacent, isn't it? This is awful. I got off the call and let out a loud scream kicking myself for what I had just done. But as it happened, shortly afterwards, while stewing in my self-hatred, I got my first message from someone new on one of the furry sites that Serpentbeard had gotten me to join. Who the hell is this Fluffy? Fluffy, as I called him, had sent me a Skype name. I'd only recently got on Skype at that time as well, so I figured maybe talking to someone new would help me get my mind off what the hell had just transpired, he became not only a friend, but my closest brother in a moment of extreme darkness. And that was when my online persona actually started to take shape with his help. A sparky, hyperactive Fennec with a permanent smile. So in some small way, Serpent Beard, as shitty as he is, did lead to my eventual coming out of my shell. Not like that, though. <laughs> and I have to give him props for that, at the very least. And yet, we haven't even reached the mountaintop of the serpent beard assholery yet. I still have two more tales to tell about this patch of ass acne. Stay tuned for the second chapter of the trilogy, the saga of serpent beard part two, the perils of PyCon. Jesus, you actually went to the convention? <laughs> After everybody but him canceled? Oh no, this is bad. But we will indeed get into it at some point. Until then, everyone, remember to take care of yourselves. And if you have tales like this, 
get them off your chest, because it will help you to feel better. For now, though, see you, Space Cowboy. Oh, Space Cowboy, that's a cool sign-off, man. Some people do call me the Space Cowboy. Some people call me the Gangster of Love. Some people call me Red X. Wee, wee. <laughs> uh, I hate myself for that. But it is a cool sign-off. Ah, uh, Serpent Beard, Serpent Beard. What a snake. He has definitely earned his moniker. What happened to you is just some absolute horrible filth. I hate the manipulation most of all, you know? If this was all consensual, I'd be like, weird, but okay. But the fact that you were coerced into it just uh, makes it so much worse, man. And I wish I could be more mad at you for not being like, okay, bye, whatever, I'm not going to be manipulated like this. But you needed friends, so you stuck around because you thought this guy was actually your friend. Which is something that comes with being part of a certain spectrum. So I do get it, you know? And it's just sad as hell. I did have some of those laughs along the way, some of those cringe laughs, but I also felt that impotent rage just rising up. You know, even if it did only happen through a webcam, it is still a fucking horrible experience to go through. But yeah, apparently it somehow gets even worse than this. And when I have the fortitude too, we will jump into that part number two of Serpent Beard. I promise that I will try to get these parts out in quick succession. If it doesn't happen all three parts before the end of the month, I will eat my hat. <laughs> and you can hold me to that. To the Holiday Inn. The Saga of Serpent Beard. Part 2. The Perils of PyCon. Not safe for work warning. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Probably should have had that on the last post. Did we have that on the last post? <laughs> I think we did, to be fair. The names of the people involved have been changed. The events and locations described within have not. I seem to get something of a fair amount of positive reception from the first part of this tale, so I think it's a good time to go ahead and tell the second, the meatiest part of this story. This is the part where everything really started to get bad with the one that I refer to as Serpent Beard. Strap in. This one will be long and less than pleasant for both of us. Ah, crap. It's gonna be a sad story today, isn't it? Don't tell me that. Ah, <laughs> uh, like I always say, you're brave enough to write it, I'm brave enough to read it. So as with before, meet the cast. Fennec, protagonist narratio, the person weaving this tale, 
At this point, I was starting to come out of my shell a little bit more, becoming less deeply introverted. This was helped by some friends made through certain online fur gathering sites. I was also still bi-curious at this point, a trait that was unceremoniously thrown right out the window of our convention hotel room. <laughs> God. Still nerdy as all get out, named for my online avatar, a sparky, hyperactive fennec fox. Serpent beard. Neck beardicus forktungicus. The monster for which this tale is named. And it was during this trip that I learned just how beardy he really was, despite not yet being familiar with the term neckbeard. Overweight, sexually depraved, and willing to try and drag others into his world of depravity. He was the boyfriend of one individual named Flaps, and Serpentbeard was so named for his Naga avatar and his love of snakes. And also because he is a f snake. <laughs> Flaps, Bottomus Bitchicus, Serpentbeard's boyfriend, both are bisexual. Despite being complicit in some of the goings-on, he was actually a pretty good guy, and is someone that I don't blame for the way that things played out at all. If I didn't think that it would put me in direct contact with Serpentbeard again, I would probably still be pals with him. But alas, he was named after his winged elf angel avatar, Fennec Dad, Paternitus Divorcicum, my at the time recently divorced father, whom I was living with at the time of the trip, and the man who was willing to shell out the money for the plane ticket to Connecticut, at the time, at least, as an attempted show of goodwill after years of poor parenting. Not a villain at this point in time, in fact, had turned into quite the opposite. Fennec Mom, Maternitus Policia, a badass mom, and one that I still love dearly to this day, had split away from Fennec Dad after a long rough patch following his stroke. Aww, that's fucking rough, man. But I guess, yeah, people want to be happy. I'm not going to judge based on that one sentence, but man, that hit me right in the feels. Always encouraged my interactions with online friends. Also, a hell of a forensic specialist. And we have Utafa, Pervicus Nerdicum, my best friend as of writing 17 years. One of the biggest dorks that I know, and that's coming from a dork. We've never had a true fight in our time interacting, and he, as always, provided my most consistent source of interaction while at the con. At this point, we had exchanged phone numbers for when IM wasn't an option. Select your stage. The story took place in both the Oregon and Washington border area, aka the Columbia River all the way down to Portland, Oregon, and in the farthest overly verdant area of Connecticut at a hotel hosting a nerd convention called PyCon. I want to say that for all of the talking up of the convention that Serpent Beard gave me in flaps, it was... A train wreck. Oh, I love train wrecks. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. Even less professional than the dreaded Dashcon. I have no basis for comparison, but feed me some cringe! <laughs> With all that out of the way, it is time to tell the second part of my tale. The Saga of Serpent Beard Part 2, The Perils of PyCon. Now, for those who are just joining us, I will briefly touch on the details that led to this point. I got an Xbox 360 at the recommendation of Utafa, picked up some games, and got into the online RPG called Fantasy Star Universe. I made friends with Serpentbeard and a man named Claude, who wasn't involved for this story. Thank God he escaped this. <laughs> 
I joined the Furdom along with Serpent Beard, who started to act more sexually questionable, culminating in him taking an offhand comment about me eating my own spooge if we ended up being the only attendees to his precious PyCon as a serious bet and threatening to end our friendship if I didn't follow through on it. He ended up recording me doing it, not sure how with the 360 camera, but he did prove it to me by showing me the video later. My guess is he gorilla style recorded it with like a digital camcorder of some sort. And now, of course, he had blackmail material on me if I pissed him off. Literally the only reason that I didn't cancel my trip then and there. Alright, the logic's following then. I was a bit concerned about that in the last story. I'm like, you're gonna go to meet this guy? Why? Well, because he's gonna dump the video if you don't. Ah, what a mess. Totally aligns with Stealth Beard. I think I also said that in the last episode. But it's very Stealth Beardy to me. At this time, things were already pretty rough for me. In the previous year, we'd stopped playing Fantasy Star Universe due to drops in the number of people. Not that I minded, because Serpent Beard had grown an obnoxious habit of giving me a demeaning nickname anytime I changed my player's character color. To elaborate, my character's parts were admittedly very Mega Man in appearance, so when I once changed to the color blue for a change from Fennec's old yellow color, he immediately called me Mega Man. When I changed it back, he now called me Thunderpants Mega Man. Haha, <laughs> fart joke, original. Violet, purple nurple Mega Man. Green, sick bag Mega Man. Red, period blood Mega Man. <laughs> blue again to just accept the nickname. Nope, now it was Blue Balls Mega Man. <laughs> this is so dumb. Oh God. It's exactly the stuff kids would do, but like, if he's bugging you that much, then why not just just pull the plug on the friendship? Especially if you're like super introverted. What are you gonna do? Show the spooge eating video to like the three people that I talk to? Okay, they know that I got coerced into something weird. Now can we move on? <laughs> and Serpent Beard actually got me to stop using my character entirely. Just like that. God, that sucks. It was something you still enjoyed, and this dude's just, like, ruining it. Still not as bad as what he did in the last episode, but we're only, uh, on the tip of the iceberg, I do think. At this time, my mother and father, Fennec Mom and Fennec Dad, were getting a divorce since the previous July after Fennec Dad made the dumb mistake of accusing her of not loving him anymore at our family reunion. Bum bum ba bum that's my price is right, losing horns. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the best timing for such an accusation. Regardless, despite being the one who the farm belonged to, he ended up the one kicked out of the house, temporarily. When mom moved out to be with the man that she'd found, dad moved back in. Oh, it's a mess. I remained in this house just because of the trip that was coming up, not that my father knew this. He was devastated that I was gonna still move out in the future, but that shock to his system ultimately was what turned into the catalyst for him turning himself around as a person. Yeah, I guess all things happen for a reason, okay. I was gonna like throw some shade on Fennec Mom, but you know, I'm trying not to judge after three sentences. There's a reason for all of this. Deep breath, <laughs> this is not the conflict of the story. At this time though, things were still really rough for myself and my mother. On top of this, my sister had recently moved away to the area of Illinois. 
Her story could go into a Reddit post of its own if I could figure out the right place to put an abusive boyfriend tale. Nice guys, neckbeards, take your pick. But this isn't the time to tell a story such as that. All that matters is that half of my family, at least the half that I still liked at the time, was gone. And I was left with one family member that I didn't like, solely because I couldn't uproot immediately due to my plane ticket. <laughs> to Fennec Dad's credit, though, when he realized how far away he had pushed us all, he was the one who ultimately paid for my ticket as a show of goodwill. Might be too little too late, my dude. The divorce is over. The family split. Like, I guess it's, it's good to try and recover what you can. Ugh. But now, fast forward to the day of my trip. I was going to be gone for five days, and I had no good measure of what would be a reasonable amount of money to bring with me. Foolish me, I only brought about 200 bucks. This is important later. Only 200? But you had your debit card, right? Ah, at the time, my bank account had only given me an ATM card. This will come into play later. So there I was at the Portland airport, checking in with my father nearby. When checking in, they mentioned the charge to check my baggage. A $25 charge. Oh dear. <laughs> Fennec Dad noticed my concern, and was nice enough to give them the money instead, nodding to me. This was much appreciated, and the two of us spent a little time at one of the restaurants in the terminal before I made my way to the scanner and then to my gate. I gave Fennec Dad a hug and passed through the checkpoint without incident. Now, I will admit that this being my first flight... I was nervous as hell, but the flight itself was actually surprisingly swift and without any undue stress. I didn't know why people were so nervous about flying at this point. All turbulence, you know, crash into a mountain, some shit like that. <laughs> no, but really, it's great. It's, it's super safe. When I landed in Hartford, Connecticut, it took a little bit of time before I found Serpent Beard and Flaps waiting out front with a sign for me. Flaps was particularly friendly and welcoming. I won't lie that seeing him in person was a little bit jarring because I hadn't realized in the lone vid chat that we'd had before that he looked a lot like a friend I had from high school. And I was glad to finally meet an online friend in person. And then Serpent Beard welcomed me. Now, Serpent Beard had to have some kind of ritual spell cast on his Xbox camera because it didn't show the horribly patchy acne face that he had, and his lighting didn't show how pasty he really was either. You know the stereotypical nerd acne look in media? Now slap that on a blob of duck fat, roughly 300 pounds in size. <laughs> Dude looked like if John Panette was raped by Coach Buzzcut. <laughs> That's a good description. Then had a baby with Syria pizza face. By the way, rest in peace, John Panette. We miss you. On top of that, he smelled horrific. Rather than shower, it smelled like he'd taken a whole bottle of Bod fragrance spray, unscrewed the cap, and just decided to let that do the work by pouring it onto himself. Like putting a bundle of rotting daisies on a garbage scow. <laughs> His facial hair was rat-like and equally patchy, and he had some kind of slick layer of oil on his body. How do I know it was oil? Well, when you take a grip of someone's hand, ooh, first mistake, <laughs> and 
Hey, Fennec, it's good to meet you in person, he said with a grin, showing permanently yellow teeth. Uh, uh same, Serpent Beard, I replied as I shook his hand. When he went to climb into the driver's seat of the car, I quickly wiped my hand onto the side of the car with a shutter. There was no way I was getting that stuff on my own clothes. When I went to open up the trunk and put my luggage in, I noticed a large black crate. A couple of them, actually. Hey, uh, what's this? I asked. Oh, <laughs> Serpent Beard brought supplies for our stay at the hotel. Flap spoke up. Oh, good. Food, perhaps? Well, we'll see about that in a moment. <laughs> I loaded my bag and we made our way from the airport to the Holiday Inn. Now, I want to mention that having been to KomoriCon in previous years before this, I had a certain expectation. A large space, capable of hosting a convention. Certainly one that would allow for plenty of movement and interactions. <laughs> Fennec, you idiot. This hotel was tiny. And I mean really tiny. And the whole time we were at this convention, I recall seeing very few other nerds roaming the halls. As for panels, none of those either. Or at least none that Serpentbeard could be bothered to bring me or Flaps to. All we really got was a game room with a bunch of nerdy board and card games. Normally I'd be all for that, especially having gotten into D&D as recently as I had. I think I'd just gotten into the group with Fluffy and Spider at this point. But the game selection was weak at best. You guys want to play Uno? <laughs> the only game I recall playing was Zombie Dice. And while that was fun, it was only a small fun activity that we shared while at the con itself. Even the dealer setup was disappointing. There were only a few hotel rooms set up at this convention for dealers to sell their wares in. I will admit, what little I saw at the con was cool but I couldn't buy anything because I had brought so little money. Now, remember those supplies that Serpent Beard had provided? When we first arrived and went to our hotel room, I learned that it was all junk food. <laughs> no real meals, just junk food. And his soda stream. <laughs> to his credit, he did buy water, a lot of it. It was summer after all, and we needed to stay hydrated. That's important. But the fact that he thought that the junk food was enough was, to be frank, idiotic. If he had thought ahead, he might have, like, packed some lunch meat for decent sandwiches. But no, just candy, chips, and the like. Especially the Cadbury cream eggs. Gods above, the Cadbury cream eggs. <laughs> they were pretty good when I was, like, eight. Now they're not so good anymore. I've outgrown them a bit. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This guy seemed to think that that was the greatest candy on the planet as he had bought cases of them with him. (laughs) And I want to go on record that I think that Cadbury cream eggs are the worst candy in the history of mankind. And yes, I'm including circus peanuts in that. Oh, snap. Coming at the circus peanuts? Bro, we got problems. Let's just all agree on candy corn, okay? (laughs) I've never liked the taste or texture of these candy albumin abortions. (laughs) And I never will. I will say that I do like the chocolate cream-filled eggs, but there's something unnaturally plastic about the basic Cadbury cream's flavor. And Serpent Beard would just shovel these things into his mouth whole. (laughs) Yeah, really. He swallowed these things without even bothering to chew them. Well, I guess given he's a snake, (laughs) it can't be that much of a surprise. Flaps was a little more ambivalent about the cream eggs, but I was less than pleased about the junk food supply cart. To their credit, they had also brought along entertainment in the form of consoles for us to play. I won't lie, that was pretty cool. Heck. Flap showed me a couple of cool games on the GameCube that I would have never played otherwise. Custom Robo, play Custom Robo. (laughs) Speaking of entertainment, though, Serpent Beard grabbed a bag and pulled out a long, oddly shaped object and slapped it suction side down on a nearby table in the hotel room. (laughs) No, Uh, I felt my blood run cold. It was what he described as another shaped dildo fucking bad dragon <laughs> psycho horror chords re 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 see i'm doing all that waves and mp3s with my mouth it's probably horrible but i'm trying <laughs> so then i remembered that you said you were bi curious so i brought this bad boy along <laughs> i thought you might like to uh Give it a try. Serpent Beard hissed out with a smile that I can only describe as somewhere between a Cheshire cat and a child molester. <laughs> God. <laughs> really painting the picture here. I wanted to scream. I really did. But I had a distinct feeling that if I did, then that aforementioned video from the past story that I told would come to light. All I could do was stare down at the horrible, elongated, rubber snake shaft. (laughs) I think Flaps realized something was amiss, because he immediately stepped in and placed his hand on Serpent Beard's shoulder. Hey, let's go down to the car. I think you forgot a couple of things. Oh, right. My pod spray and soap. (laughs) Soap? Nobody's buying that. (laughs) He grunted out as he and Flaps went back down to the parking lot. I snapped out of it, ran into the bathroom, locked the door behind me, and cried as I called Fennec Mom, Fennec Dad, and Utafa, blubbering like a baby about how I already wanted to come home 
and I hated being so far away from Dalsport. Fennec Mom and Utafa were very understanding of the situation, but I made the mistake of not calling Fennec Dad first, because while Fennec Mom had managed to calm me a bit, Fennec Dad, in his infinite wisdom, decided to say, Yeah, well I get that. With any luck, the airlines won't be shut down by the time your flight's on the way back. Dad, what are you talking about? I mean, you never know. The way the country's going to hell, the airline industry could be shut down at a moment's notice, and you'd be stranded there. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe the dad is a bit of a mess, isn't he? <laughs> I know I said Fennec Dad was growing as a person, but never had I hated my father more than at that very moment. My call to Yatafa managed to bring me back from the brink of a mental stress breakdown, as he assured me that there's no way the airline industry was just going to shut down out of nowhere like that. When I finally calmed myself down, I just sat in the bathroom and reflected for a bit. I ticket tapped on the Skype app a little bit, talking with some friends who will be more consequential in the final part, especially Fluffy. When the others got back, we spent some time playing video games, which was admittedly nice, and Flaps and I got to watch some videos through the 360's YouTube app, for what it's worth, though the bad stuff was really bad, the good parts were still a welcome presence. I don't recall all the meals that we had there, but the first night, we went for Pizza Hut, which I paid for. And then, the next nightmare happened. After a rather uneventful first day of PyCon the following evening, we went back to our room after a trip to a local restaurant. Serpent Beard paid for this one. And we did the video game then vid watch ritual once again. I got tired midway through one video and lay down on the fold-out couch in the room. Of course, Serpent Beard and Flap shared the bed. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it wouldn't make sense to not share a bed with your significant other. And my slumber was interrupted by squeaking sounds. <laughs> no. Followed by what I can only describe as the howl of a ghost orca. <laughs> my eyes slowly opened. <laughs> <laughs> to my great horror, I saw a whale on top of an overweight shaved cat. <laughs> or at least that was what my mind perceived for all of two seconds before it was clear that it was actually Serpent Beard having a go at flaps. Well, you already know. Needless to say, I was horrified at seeing Serpent Beard taking the exit only ramp on his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so all I could do was quickly roll over and scream internally. <laughs> oh, this kid cringe. As the sounds of flab on flab continued for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, miraculously, they hadn't seen me wake up and see their uh, intimacy. If they had, I would almost certainly have been made to join them. All I could do was try to desperately cry myself back into sleep amidst the sounds of beached whales mating. Curb your enthusiasm. The remaining days went relatively normal. I tried to find activities to partake in at the con, came up empty, Went back to the room, played video games, watched videos with the others, went to dinner, 
ate the subpar junk food choices, and so on. We went to Panera Bread on one night. It was aight. Nothing to write home about. <laughs> I like Panera pretty good, but yeah. You should go to them mom and pop restaurants, you know? You know what you're getting at a chain shop. If you go to a mom and pop, you might get horrible slop, but you might get ambrosia from the gods. And then you got the best kept secret in Connecticut. Ain't that right? <laughs> we did have to make a stop at Target for some supplies at one point. We burned through the water pretty quick. And at this point, I was asked to chip in quite a bit on those supplies. I was hesitant because I knew that I would need some money for the trip back home, but it didn't seem unreasonable. On the drive back, I asked Serpentbeard about his life at home. I remember very distinctly that he had nothing but complaints about his mother. <laughs> My bitch of a mom told me she wants me to get a job and pay rent soon or she's going to kick me out of the street, he says. But I stole her credit card to pay for this rental car. <laughs> so it all shakes out. Bro, it's like the dumbest thing you can do. Ah, uh, she's mad at me, so I'm going to make her even more mad. Jesus. I want to make this very clear. I have nothing but respect and love for my mother. And to hear him talking about her really got under my skin. Because I couldn't fathom someone having such disdain for their parents. Even though I wasn't on good terms with my dad at this point, I still loved and respected him because he brought me into the world, and I remembered the times before his stroke changed his personality. But to admit to stealing her credit card to make his little road trip happen? Yeesh. Serpent Beard almost made me sock him in the head right there, but I didn't. Mostly because he was driving, and I like not being twizzlered around a tree. <laughs> I let it go. And the last two days went uh, about the same. I'd gotten out of PyCon with about 45 bucks in my wallet, just enough to get myself a meal on the ground before my flight. So we all agreed to go to this place called Friendlies. <laughs> As I understand it, it's the East Coast equivalent to the chain in my neck of the wood called Cherries. Good food, but more emphasis on the desserts. I had a pretty good burger and a shake, as did Flaps and Serpent Beard. We talked about the things that happened, and despite myself, I really did enjoy more things than I didn't. And then the check came, and Serpent Beard said one damning sentence. So, you got this one right, Fennec? I stared at him. What? Dude, I have like 45 bucks on me, I explained. I knew that above anything, I would need 25 of that, and my meal alone was 13 bucks. Yeah, and I paid for dinner yesterday, Serpent Beard said firmly, glaring back at me. <laughs> Don't you mean your mom paid for dinner on her fucking credit card? She didn't know she paid for dinner. Flaps to his credit tried to defuse the situation. Hey, <laughs> Serpent, come on, man. I'll pay for it today, he said kindly. I will never deny that where Serpent Beard lacked in social graces, Flaps more than made up for it. You're not paying for anything, hud, Serpent Beard responded sternly. Fennec is. Isn't that right? I knew that tone. It was the same one that he used back when he recorded the blackmail footage. My blood once again ran cold. Defeated, I pulled out the remaining money that I had and placed it on the table. Ugh, defeat sucks. Was that so hard? 
goddamn phrase again. Fucking Serpent Beard. After that, I had a $5 bill left, which Serpent Beard took. Gas money! Seems like you have enough gas as it is. <laughs> That's a fart joke. <laughs> and a broken spirit. Ugh. Or, I would have had a broken spirit if I didn't see something like this coming and hide a 20 and a fiver in my sock. Fennec! <laughs> you have officially earned your fox nickname. That's a, that's, that's dumb like a fox. <laughs> Good move. I love it. I said nothing the rest of the way to the airport for my return flight. I got out of the vehicle, grabbed my luggage, and moved to leave. Well, Serpent Beard called out, you should take some of the water with you. You don't want to drink that nasty water fountain stuff after all. Seems nice, until you remember that he's going into a freaking airport. <laughs> now at the time, I was not aware of how airports entirely worked, never having traveled on a plane before now, and I also hadn't heard any of the stories. I know that that's hard to believe, but I agreed, taking a few bottles and stuffing them in my vest. <laughs> God. I should have known something was up when I saw that damn child molester Cheshire Cat smile on Serpent Beard's face again, or when Flaps looked concerned, but whatever. I walked inside, stealthily pulled out the 20 from my sock, and checked in, paying for my bag's check fee and heading to the security checkpoint. When I put the vest on the conveyor belt and walked through, they almost detained me for having four water bottles. I was completely unaware of the liquid limitations on modern flights. I explained myself quickly and asked if I could just throw them away, and thankfully they understood and let me do so. I called Utafa from inside the terminal and told him what happened. Wait, you didn't know that liquids aren't allowed past airport security? No? Huh. Well, chalk that up to another serpent beard moment, huh? Yeah. I returned to Portland Airport that evening, picked up by my father, and returned home to our little farm in Dalesport. While the trip was massively soured by the actions of Serpent Beard, Flaps, at the very least, did his best to make it pleasant for me when we were hanging out in the hotel room, and I'm thankful for that. And thanks to having shaken my previous fear of flying with my first trip, I was able to begin making regular trips to Florida to visit Utafa and attend a much bigger and better convention, ShadowCon. So... As with the last tale, while my interactions with Serpent Beard were unpleasant in this tale, they ultimately helped me to grow once again as a person. In some sense, I have to thank him for helping me to shed my skin and become more comfortable with myself. The last story, however, has no such silver lining, being a tale of pure infuriating assholery and my ultimate excising of this snake-like tumor from my social life. I want to thank you for sticking with me this long, and I hope that you'll come along to experience the final chapter of the Saga of Serpent Beard, part number three of Wolves and Whistles. Thank you once more for reading along, and remember to take care of yourselves. And if you have a tale of your own to tell, be sure to get it off your chest. You'll feel better in the long run. Once again, for now, see you, Space Cowboy. Well, it's an awkward one. It's nowhere near as awkward as the first story was, so I guess I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I think he really was going to try and make you sit down on that snake dick, though. 
So it's good that Flaps was there to kind of have your back. Maybe I shouldn't have given him a beard voice after all. He seems like a pretty chill dude, all things considered. Kind of diverting attention and running interference when he needs to. So while he is a part of it, you know, I do understand not being able to like speak up and completely stop a situation. But you can at least make it better. I felt so bad that he punked you at dinner for that last little bit of money that you had. I assume that you're going to have to leave a bag at the airport or something like that. Which, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> but old Fennec, man, this dude is 10 steps ahead. I love that little twist. <laughs> What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it. Open a CQ checking account and get $250 to spend freely. And that's not all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. Visit secumd.org today. That was a feel-good moment in a field of... Basically, nothingness, aside from a little bit of douchebaggery. I mean, I like junk food, I like playing video games, but I want to do those things in a place that I'm comfortable. Not a crappy hotel room at a convention where I don't really know anybody except for these two creeps. Like, ah, it's just a bad vibe all around. And then the fact that you can't eat anything besides the junk food, that has to be so enraging. Like, bro, I need some protein, okay? I need some sustenance. What's going on here? Jesus! <laughs> but I will be excited to hear how Raiga, aka Fennec, gets Serpentbeard out of his life if the video comes to light or something like that. These Black Bail stories are super interesting. I should probably reach out to Solid Adept and see what's going on with that Stealth Beard thing, but I don't want to be too pushy, you know what I mean? So I'll probably just wait on it. It'll get here when it gets here. There's no Russian art, okay? <laughs> But the final part for Serpent Beard is up, as a matter of fact, so I expect to be wrapping that up within the next couple of days. I got Bowler Beard, I got Ram Tide waiting in the wings, so we probably knock those two out, and then we get Serpent Beard back in here to cut the head off, as it were. <laughs> Bro, you better kill him. Dad, this is ridiculous! I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. The saga of Serpent Beard finale of Wolves and Whistles. Mild, not safe for work warning. Oh, thank God it's mild. <laughs> the names of people involved have been changed. The events and locations described within have not. Holy monkey Jesus. This story has been read by Red X. I can safely say that I didn't expect it to be worth reading on his channel, but here we are. So I just want to say thank you for giving my story a read and for your understanding of the situation at the time. Your commentary helped me to push this final piece of the tale out and I promise that this finale will be where the catharsis comes in. Well, I think you underestimate your writing skill, good sir. It is definitely a story worth reading. The parody, also amazing. Quite a bop, if I do say so myself, whether it has the music or not. <laughs> and I wonder if people can identify all the beards. Have you watched all the Red X sagas? Ooh, it's so good. Deserves a video of its own, but that'll come. I really appreciate you being a part of this, this community, Raiga, because you are one really awesome dude. Also, the comments helped me to notice a spelling error that I made in regards to the pineapple enzyme. <laughs> Bromine versus bromelain, yeah. <laughs> it was indeed bromelain that I meant to type, but I missed the spelling error because spell check is kinda doofy. Though to the person who said I have an American education, 
you're right. <laughs> but screw you anyways. <laughs> uh, I don't think I responded to that one either. I'm like, eh, comment section not looking so good today. I gotta go. <laughs> it's time to tell the somewhat truncated tale of my last year and a half communicating with Serpentbeard. And this one has a lot of players involved because now I had a lot of friends. Sweet. So let's dive on into Serpentbeard's ultimate downfall with this final session of massively multiplayer online group therapy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of nailed that one down, didn't you? As long as you're game to play, so am I, man. <laughs> this is therapy for me too, honestly. So uh, meet the cast. We got Fennec, protagonist narratio. Once again, the hyperactive, big-eared, electrical fox telling this story. At this point in my life, I had gotten in with an entirely new group of friends, and their influence was beneficial in many senses of the word. While still in the vicinity of Serpentbeard, I had started to slowly drift my rowboat away from his own RMS freak show of a ship. Also, I found my first love during this stretch of time. Aw, that's always nice. I hope we get to meet in the cast list. Serpentbeard, neckbeardicus fork tongueicus, Still a big, fat, snake-obsessed, beardo asshole. <laughs> but he was starting to slowly lose his grip on me. Still sexually defiant, and still with the neck-beardiest habits that I have ever personally witnessed, he was named for his online avatar, Anaga, and his love of snakes. His slipping grip on me seemed to result in a slipping grip on his sanity as well, and to an action that permanently shattered any chance of me ever talking to him again. Claude, Cucumberus Coolicus. We heard a lot about him so far, but he ain't said nothing. Maybe this story's his moment to shine. The old friend group's permanently relaxed stoner. Still a good guy, but far too laid back and like, <coughs> whatever, for his own good. Learned about everything else in the course of this tale's climax, leading to his own swift exodus moments before mine. I wish we'd kept in touch, but alas, was decidedly the only one of us not to be a furry. <laughs> Flaps, Bottomus Bitchicus, Serpentbeard's far-too-good-for-him boyfriend. Despite definitely not approving of Serpentbeard's actions during Part 2, he remained with him because Serpentbeard still treats him like a queen... king? Actually, I don't know what he would prefer, since his online avatar was a Fuda elf angel. <laughs> Chicks with dicks, or angels with dicks, I guess. <laughs> Either way, not a bad person. I hope he did get away from Serpentbeard eventually. We got Fluffy, brother a kiss, other mother a kiss. My best buddy ever since shortly after the first tale of Serpentbeard. This guy is one of the greatest men that I have ever met, or likely ever will meet. He pulled me into a new circle of friends, which Serpentbeard attempted to schmooze his way into, only to get unceremoniously thrown out just a year later. He was nicknamed for his red fox avatar with the far too fluffy tail. A big reason for me getting into D&D and tabletop games, my main outlet for character creativity, along with Spider, Arachnus Mysterio, a Brazilian lunatic of a man. <laughs> Brazilian lunatic. <laughs> okay, let's hear about at the time as thick as thieves with myself and Fluffy. While this friendship did fall apart eventually, at this time he was a great guy to hang out with, 
and he ran a hell of a tight ship as our dungeon master. You may remember him after the tale of Zalvin, if you read that story, which is a red exclusive. A oh, red exclusive. I've forgotten that one. Gotta put that into the vocabulary. It's important for the branding. Unfortunately, I haven't read that, but uh, now that we're opening up the channel a little bit more, sometimes doing them second episodes, I can start shuffling in some like RPG horror stories, both from the subreddit and also from my personal subreddit. So we might yet hear the tale of Zalvin. But regardless, this entire story took place after that tale. Edge, murderous idiotica, the local murder hobo from our tabletop group, eh, and a complete edgelord idiot. Despite this, while he was still our friend, he made damn sure that we knew he had our back, even at the worst of times. And he was close friends with Mew, Femininicus Gamerus, my first and to date only love and our first female player. Despite her nickname, her online avatar was actually an admittedly very stacked black wolf. Sweet as pie, had some mental scars of her own, perhaps that's why we meshed so well, and was into many of the same nerdy things that I was. Well, that ain't too many extra people, but I'm glad your uh, social circle is expanding. You know, it is always nice to find somebody that you click with. I get that. Select your stage. This story took place in a small dust bowl, a fair distance from the east of Dalesport, in the general area of eastern Oregon, where I still live to this day, in a well-known rodeo town famous for being the go-to place to party every September. Well, if you're a cowboy, anyway. <laughs> a city well-known for wool mills, historic underground tours, and a whiskey that will knock you so flat on your ass that you'll be wobbling for another three days after sobering up. It's not the area of the Dales and Dalesport, but damn if it's still not a nice, quiet place when it is not September. So the party is formed and the stage is set. Let us dive into this final tale. By the way, I should probably mention that if you haven't checked out the previous tales, they are in fact in the description. I forgot to do it with part number two. Super sorry about that. <laughs> Sometimes my mind goes away. <laughs> But I'm going to make sure they're in there today if you did miss part one. Anyways, here is the saga of Serpent Beard, the finale of Wolves and Whistles, or Fennec's Final Nerve, if you prefer. First things first, I moved away from Dalesport to the Eastern Oregon area a little a month after my trip to PyCon, placing myself with my mother and stepfather. I got away from Fennec Dad, which left him to ponder how to get better as a person. To his credit, he succeeded, and my stepdad, being who he is, helped me to get off my ass and be more active. He even encouraged me to seek employment, the first person to do so in my life after years of doctors telling Fennec Mom, He may never work or live on his own! Ha! In your face, neurological science! <laughs> CSI Miami! So then, the second tale was one of bleg, ugh, and ah, wherein I traveled across the country for the first time to attend a convention with Serpentbeard and Flaps. While Flaps was a great person to hang around, Serpentbeard was even worse in person. He smelled bad, clearly didn't shower, had serious acne, had no sense of nutritional value where his supply stockade was concerned, tried to coerce me into acting on my bi-curiosity in ways that 
destroyed it entirely. <laughs> he lied to us about the quality of this convention, fucked flaps in the same room where I was trying to sleep, fucked me over by trying to get what little money I had left when I needed it in order to get my luggage home, and tried to get me detained by airport security due to my non-knowledge of how airlines worked at the time. Overall, yeah, a bag of shit. <laughs> Just an awful person. And we didn't even mention that Serpentbeard made OP eat his own jism in the first part. Did you watch the first part? You probably should. <laughs> so yeah, at this point, I was pretty much done letting Serpentbeard push me around. I stuck around, but not out of being blackmailed anymore. I was honestly just past caring about it. I stuck around because I still got along with Flaps and Claude, but he was slowly losing ground as far as manipulating me. He would buy a new game and say, I had to play it with him. After you bullied me into playing Mass Effect 3's multiplayer and buying into the game's loot crates, Sigourney Weaver, screw that. <laughs> Dot Galaxy Quest. <laughs> My buddy Nico's pretty big all Bass Effect. It never uh, tickled a nerve for me, honestly. I had no idea I had loot crates. That makes me not ever want to play it even more. <laughs> well, there's this new game online called Tabula Rasa. You mean this one where I tried an hour of it and got bored? Yeah, you have fun with that. And try bringing flaps with you. Hey, wanna join our group on Skype? Eh, not really into Skype. No thanks, I say, while secretly using it without telling him my call sign. <laughs> Slipping further and further away. Now sometimes, something that he suggested would turn out to be something that got my attention. After all, I did enjoy playing Borderlands 2 or Castle Crashers with him, Claude, and Flaps. I'm an assassin for life. <laughs> but a majority of the time, I just had no more interest in letting him tell me, You have to do this with us. It's gonna be so awesome. It even got to the point where I would buy games that he specifically hated. Not bad games, mind, but... Good games that he just hated for some dumb reason or another. Ugh, why are you playing XCOM? Dude, he doesn't like XCOM? Oh, no taste. Can't even talk to this guy. <laughs> because I like strategy games, dude. That series sucks. You should sell that game. Been playing it since it was a PC series, Serpentbeard. Step off. Now, Serpentbeard... Also had a mutant power, as I had learned at one point. He had supernaturally sensitive ears, to the point that whistling at any point would piss him off and make him leave. <laughs> it hurt his ears. Before the PyCon incident, I refrained from doing so. At first, to not anger a friend, and eventually, to avoid his wrath. After PyCon, I did it just to fuck with him. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's so fun to mess with assholes, man. The more I read, the more I like Raiga. <laughs> Just start whistling once in a while on our Xbox group chats, cause him to have an ear seizure, and laugh to myself every single time. <laughs> Eventually, he did find out that I was on Skype and managed to pull me into joining a group. Fine. 
But at this point, I was in my D&D group with Fluffy, Edge, and Spider. Serpent did attempt to join our tabletop session, but seeing as at this time we were already dealing with the sack of douche that was Zealot, I told Spider that I did not want Serpent Beard to ever be allowed in this group for any reason, and especially not to let him join the game. Spider, I do not want Serpent Beard joining our game. Not for any reason. <sighs> Are you sure? I mean, we could use another player. Especially if Zealot keeps up his behavior. <sighs> Absolutely not. If you let him in the group, I am leaving. <sighs> Alright, man, but... Uh... If you don't want him joining, then why are you friends with him? The question actually pierced my defenses. I wasn't even keeping him around out of fear anymore, so why was I still his friend if it wasn't the blackmail that was keeping me around? Despite this, however, Serpent Beard did manage to finagle his way into another group with us. He also pulled Claude and Flaps along with him. I would have been angry that he managed to snake his way into another group with me, <laughs> but I just shrugged it off. Fluffy, thankfully, did not join this other group, but he did meet Serpent Beard, and the two mixed like Mark's Moroccan pasta from Peep Show. Oh my god! Not even Ainsley.Jeremy. I need to go Nigella. I'm gonna be the hairy biker. That's not Nigella. That's not even Ainsley, mate. Lovely filling lettuce. God. I love Peep Show so much. <laughs> See, the further I get in, I'm like, Raiga, we bros for real. <laughs> I didn't know you liked Peep Show. That's the best. Fluffy hated Serpent Beard from minute one and saw through a lot of the bullshit that I hadn't before. It made me realize that I really did need to learn more about subtle cues for bad behaviors. And to my credit, I have managed to develop something of a sixth sense regarding people I meet, also known as the Fennec Tingle. Uh-oh. <laughs> Might want to consider a different name for that. Fennec Feels? Why has it got to be a tingle? <laughs> uh, this sense goes right the fuck off when I sense neckbeard tendencies. Tendencies. <laughs> Suicidal tendencies. Oh. Uh, Look, Fennec, you need to cut Serpent Beard out of your life, man. I get serious bad vibes from him. It's not that simple, man. It is, actually. Just tell him that you don't want to be friends with him. I saw how condescending he was with you earlier, and I don't like it. I know, but... No buts. He needs to go. And from the sounds of it, you think so, too. It's that obvious? <laughs> the more I thought about it, he and Spider were absolutely right, but I didn't want to just outright dump him in case he chose to throw some kind of temper tantrum, so I chose to wait things out just a little bit longer. Eventually, two more people joined our group. One was Edge's girlfriend, Toothless. She was rather blunt with us, but not to the point that we didn't appreciate having another player. The other I talked about in the D&D tale that I told, and that was Mew, a girl with a wolf avatar online. Mew and I got along fantastically at the time. It was a long-distance relationship, but we did eventually consider each other to be boyfriend and girlfriend. In fact, we actually visited each other a couple of times. It was nice to have someone to share affection with, and just to be able to talk about anything. This was before our visits to each other, however. 
Ah, I definitely do agree with that, man. Have I told you guys how much I love my wife recently? Because <laughs> I fucking do. Ah, Serban Beard noticed that I was much happier than I'd ever been, despite the fact that my interactions with him were getting less and less frequent. So he decided to ask me, Fedek, why the hell are you so damn chipper lately? He asked, You don't even play games with me anymore. And you haven't gotten on social furry chat room site for like a month. If you must know, it's because I'm spending more time doing things with Mew and other tabletop guys, I answered. I have a life outside of our Xbox circle, you know. Mew? Why? Because she's my girlfriend? Something must have snapped in his mind at that point. I think he lost his mind because he was hoping to possibly drag me into a relationship with him and Flaps, despite the fact that those chances were sunk like the RMS Titanic after the convention that shall not be named. And he got jealous because he started ranting about how You didn't give yourself a chance to experiment. And Why would you want to jump into a relationship that fast? To be fair... I do think Mew and I jumped in way too quickly, probably why our relationship only lasted a couple of years, but his petulance about this really annoyed me. How fast is too fast? I came to meet my wife after, what, six, seven months of talking online? Not a single day of regret. But yeah, we'll talk about that more in the Discord. <laughs> Servant Beard, you need to deal with the fact that I have a girlfriend. My life does not revolve around you. But it used to. No, it didn't. And it never will. At that point, it was becoming clear to him that his little RMS failure was beginning to take on water. Titanic sinking dot move. I got off that call feeling angry, but at the same time, somewhat satisfied. I stood up to him more than I had in well over two years. Our interactions continued on for a while. I would talk to my D&D group, sometimes talk to the Xbox group, and slowly talk less and less to Serpent Beard himself. One day, Edge told me that Mew was acting scared. Of what? He didn't know, as she was reluctant to tell him what happened. Oh, I have a guess as to what happened. I had to talk to her. I wasn't going to leave my girlfriend sitting there without someone to confide in. So after a bit, I got into a Skype call with her. She tried to reject my calls for a bit, but I typed some PMs to her expressing my worry, and she eventually relented. You, are you okay? I asked. I can't deal with him anymore. Him? Serpent beard. My eyes widened. I don't know what possessed me to push further, but I had to know now. What the hell did he do to her? Mew, what happened? Tell me. It took her a few minutes, but she quietly told me what happened. I was talking with the others about how excited I was to come visit you this summer, but that I was nervous about flying from Boston. To put this in context, she had been planning her first trip out to see me the coming summer, which was to be our first official meeting as boyfriend and girlfriend. We were super excited, but super nervous as well. For what it's worth, her visit was splendid, and we did have a great time, but I digress. Her concern seemed normal enough, so I assumed that Serpent Beard had said something just as awful as what Fennec Dad had said to me while I was in Connecticut. I was wrong. It was worse. 
Okay. And what did he... He said that if I was from Boston, that meant that he was really close. And he was going to plan a trip to come and see me with flaps. And, and at this point, my vision went red. Have some fun with me. My ears started ringing. Bro, you better kill him. Dad, this is ridiculous. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I tried to tell him no, but he just said he'd talk to you about telling him my address. And I, I thought you were calling to... I felt my fingernails almost pierce my hands. I was absolutely enraged. And I had finally reached my personal limit to borrow from old Zuka. He can't keep getting away with it! Thought Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> You're doing no such thing, Mew, I said. He thinks he can blackmail me like this, and he's fucking wrong. Blackmail? I came clean with her about the bet that happened almost two years prior. She was shocked, but she was understanding about the situation that I had found myself in. I comforted her for an hour, and when she was finally feeling better, I wished her good night for the evening. Now, I had to end this. And end it with prejudice. Everything else I had dealt with. Even when I shouldn't have let it slide. But this. This was the last straw. This was, in fact, the quadriplegic dromedary. Crippled camel. <laughs> I went out to a nearby store and picked up something. Hope it's a box of shotgun shells. <laughs> a whistle. Oh, that's good too. The highest decibel one that I could find that wasn't dog grade. The following day, I pulled Serpentbeard, Flaps, and Claude into a call with me. What's up, Fennec? Claude asked. You almost never start the call unless it's important. Whoa! It is. I'm afraid I have to leave this group. For good. I could hear a scoff on the other end of the call. It was Serpentbeard. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Don't be so dramatic. Actually, I am Serpent Beard. I'm done. Done with you in particular. Oh, what did I do now? Mew told me what you said, you asshole! Serpent Beard went silent. I can't believe that you think you can threaten the Reaper with flaps and that I would be even remotely okay with you doing so. There's no way in hell that I will ever give you her address. Never! Ever! Flaps was immediately horrified because I heard him shout, You said we'd do what? Claude stammered a few moments, as if he had no idea what to add to this. Ah, uh, What? Whoa. <laughs> he, he's making that up! Serpent Beard tried to interject. Oh, really? And I suppose you basically stealing money that I would have needed to get my luggage back home last year is something that didn't happen either. Or are you trying to blackmail me with the video of me jacking it? You did it, Claude said with a growl. You blackmailed him too? Whoa! I didn't know what with, but Serpentbeard had apparently gotten dirt on Claude as well. And this was his chance to let loose in the company of his fellow victim of injustice. Blackmail's such a strong word. What does it even really mean? Serpentbeard tried to stammer out. Fuck you, I'm gone, man! Claude said, leaving the chat with nothing more than a blink. For a moment, I thought I heard Serpentbeard hissing. 
or maybe foaming at the mouth from the start of a rage seizure. <laughs> Neither of those things is unlikely. Flap couldn't even speak much. All I remember him saying was, I'm sorry, over and over and over as I unloaded all of this onto him. You think you're a friend of mine, but you're not. All you've been is a fucking parasite in my life. Can't believe I wasted four years being friends with a psychopath like you. So you know what? I'm done. We're not friends. And I hope to God that Flaps is far more forgiving to you than I will ever be. Oh, and one more thing. I pulled out the whistle, and right when Serpent Beard was about to retort, Tweet! <laughs> I was in the call just long enough to hear the raging, blubbering screams of a whale with Tourette's syndrome before I left myself. And that was the end of it. <laughs> the end of Serpent's carefully constructed world. Ending not with a bang, but a tweet. <laughs> I blocked him from ever communicating with me on any form of social media, Xbox, Skype, my furry account, everything that I could remember. And most importantly, I told the hybrid group about what happened. No one was okay with what Serpentbeard did to Mew, as it should be. Spider and Edge were beside themselves with rage. Toothless did her best to be a female pillar from Mew, and Serpentbeard could only stammer excuses as he tried to weasel out of this bad situation as he left me doing a year and a half prior. And we, all done with his shit, left his chat. He was left with just flaps. His eternal bottom for company. <laughs> I was free of Serpentbeard. I left him, marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead group chat. Buried alive. Buried alive. Epilogue. Mew and I were together for two years. It was the only meaningful relationship I've ever had with another person, but it was at the very least pleasant up towards the end. She's currently married to someone else, and I'm happy for her. I don't know what happened to Claude. After his one outburst, I never heard from him again. Never anger the chillaxed member of your group. I hope he's doing well. Flaps, as far as I'm aware, is still with Serpentbeard. He's still a good guy, and occasionally posts comments to me. I wish he wasn't so forgiving, but it just goes to show that he's a better man than I will ever be. Fluffy and I are still brothers to this day. In fact, he and I play some tabletop games with our favorite GM to date, someone you might know as the creator of the Burgerbeard saga, Zuka. Whoa, it's a small world, man! <laughs> We finally found ourselves a forever group, along with our two buddies, Snack, a much better snake enthusiast, and Squirrel. <laughs> the first D&D group collapsed hard. After Toothless, Edge, and Mew left, Spider tried to form a new one for a year, to no avail. And eventually he tried to ghost Fluffy, attempting to drag me into his ghosting. And I ghosted him in turn without telling him. Utafa from Part 2 remains my longest-running internet pal, and is still an amazing dork to just chill and talk games or anime with. Also, is way too much of an enthusiast for certain plastic enhancements. <laughs> if you're reading this, Utafa, I'm not sorry. <laughs> As for me, I'm doing great now. Good. I have a steady job, I live on my own, and I have more friends than I know what to do with, both online and off. 
And yet, despite how much seething rage I have in regards to Serpentbeard, I will still admit that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have broken out of my shell and grown past being a live-at-home loser without a job. I had new experiences that I would never have had without him, and if it wasn't for his bullshit, I wouldn't have met Fluffy or, by extension, Zuka or Snack or Squirrel. I wouldn't be friends with some of my unmentioned buddies, such as Serving, Kamina, Speedy, Portgus, or Keebler. I may never have found love at all, or even known what love is. And of course, I wouldn't have had a tale of cringe to tell. <laughs> the most important thing. No, dude, I'm so glad that you're doing well. And you will find another lover, okay? It's just a matter of time. Put yourself out there, keep opening doors, eventually the right one's gonna pop up for you. I want to thank you all for reading along with this session of multiple. <laughs> I love this name. Massively multiplayer online group therapy. <laughs> I know it may not be like the best written or paced, but I needed to get it off my chest. And the kind words of Red X in his reading of the first part made me realize that it was worth delving into my less than perfect past. So thank you, Red X. You rock. You rock too, Raiga. We officially bros, okay? We gonna sit down and watch Peep Show together one of these days. Seasons one through nine, all of them. <laughs> As for you, Serpent Beard, I want to say something directly to you if you're somehow reading this. I hate you, and I'm grateful to you. Drive off a cliff. <laughs> I may have other tales of minor beards in my more recent life to tell, but... Thankfully, they're much less scarring stories and more basic levels of neckbeard cringe. I'll take it. <laughs> but for now, I'll just say, thank you for playing. Presented by Fennec. See you, Space Cowboy. <laughs> well, I will say that I've never been blackmailed, but if I ever was, then coming clean honestly does seem like the best thing to do, you know? Because you're not really, like, the horrible asshole that he is just for eating a handful of your own spooge, you know? It's weird, but okay. There's a reason that you did it, and he's been dangling this thing over your head for, for years, which is just ridiculous. I am so glad that you finally got away and basically just left him alone with himself, his, his meager little thoughts, and his bottom, his yes man. I definitely don't think that there's any hope of redemption for Serpent Beard, especially considering the fact that he did this to multiple people. I'm really curious what he harassed Claude into doing, because honestly, if he is the chill stoner type, Serpent Beard should be like, Oh, we can't be friends if you don't, and Claude would be like, Alright, dude, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. You think you're the only fucking people to play Fantasy Star Universe or whatever the hell other games you're playing at the moment? I don't need ya! <laughs> so yeah, pretty pretty interesting indeed. I guess we can theorize that. At the end of it all, Serpent Beard got probably just a fraction of what he actually deserved. Sending a rape threat to your girlfriend? Dude, I would have driven to his house. Or more likely, I would have paid somebody else that lives closer to drive to his house. <laughs> so yeah, I think Serpent Beard is definitely up there on the worst neckbeards list. No, he didn't assault anybody, but he victimized a lot of people, and god damn, I really wish that he would have come off worse than he did. He probably just settled into another group and started, uh, and started the whole game all over again, which is super sad. He's probably still out there, online, 
Probably in World of Warcraft Classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Wow, you know I love you. <laughs> but I do hope that you guys enjoyed this video. If you did, I hope that you like, comment, and or oh, subscribe. Maybe check out them links in the description. All kinds of stuff down there. Wifey's channel, Mr. and Mrs. Red X. The Teespring if you're trying to rock the merch. My personal subreddit, r slash Red X reads. My Amazon affiliate link, which currently goes to my microphone. But if you click on through, buy anything else on the Amazon, I get kicked back a little something something, which is super nice. There's also my social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Discord. Oh, and my gorgeous, wonderful, beautiful, generous patrons, of course. I'd like to thank them all, but especially Calvicus, Fatboy Shrimp, Robert Waits, TSM Kirby, Teddy the Police, Aaron W, Delicious Jelly Donut, Candy Sora, Fire Drake, Livison, Silent Revolvers, Afterus, Zero MMX, Little Lone Wolf, Vanilla Mel, Roustower, Caustic Fox, Derpy Tricks, Aaron Lennox, Fisher Diggy, High Pet Japan, OG James Cook, JM Coon, Jerry, John Hero, KK, Miss Monday, Magdalene Marshall, Thornrose, Melgar the Destroyer, Mirthful Baker, Mr. J, My Boy Nat One Nick, Lady Nicks, Katekins Elizabeth, Sidestep, Cider Drinker, Serrated Ash, Siegfried, Steampunk Alley, Sign Synaptic Boomstick, Brilliant, Tamago, Tato Ferret, That Duck and Bug, Fusky, Treeberg, Redwind, Gooses Honk, <laughs> Leon Embers, Naga Viper, John Indoors, A Normal Joe, A Roxers, Cake Jerry, that's a different Jerry, <laughs> Crafty Kitty Cat, Mark 211, Maybe Next Time, Organic Cam, Princess Rosalie, Ghosty, The Last Shinobi, and the Maestro himself, Zuka Cervantes, who also got a little guest star in this episode, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, Thank you very much, Raiga, for the parody song, for the lovely episodes. I'm sure I'm going to get both of those up eventually, probably within a month or so. So you can claim your place among the greats. <laughs> Thank all of you guys, each and every one of you, for hanging out with me today. Especially if you've listened this far in the video. That is absolutely killer. I hope you join me again tomorrow. In order to do so, please keep yourself safe out there. Wash your hands. But also take some time out and do something that you personally enjoy today. Like, uh, I don't know, watching some Red X videos? Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. Always remember, friends, that you are loved, you are worthy, and you definitely, definitely deserve it. I shall see you in the next one. And until then, friends, bye-bye.